You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 238. And today we're going to learn how great brands like yours can have an it factor. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get Amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It's your host, Authority Amplifier, Melanie Benson. And today I have a special guest who, oh, she's exquisite. I love, I love this conversation about activating your it factor for your brand. It's so good. I can't wait to share her with you. And as an authority, as someone who's wanting to attract more of your ideal clients and great opportunities, having that it factor is key, but you also have to have some really important foundations in place. And one of the ways to pull all these pieces together is to go through my highly paid authority roadmap. Now, if you head over to authorityamplifiers.com, you'll get my download with eight key steps. I'll talk you through them. And then I've made my masterclass available to you, how to be a highly paid expert by leveraging your superpower. And you are absolutely going to get so much clarity and it'll help you map out the components, not just to create more clients, but to create that buzz and momentum that makes you irresistible and on fire in the market. I can't wait to share this with you. Head over to authorityamplifiers.com right now, download it immediately, and then sign up for the masterclass so you too can be a highly paid authority. All right, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back, Amplifiers. Today, we're going to talk about one thing that all great brands have in common, and it's an it factor. Joining me today is Hannah Fitz. She's an international brand strategist and the founder of the brand Atelier. Hopefully I said that right. She has consulted for luxury award-winning brands and celebrity clients globally and now helps legacy-driven coaches, consultants, and service-based entrepreneurs elevate their authority, celebrity, income, and impact online with a world-class brand. She has been featured in global media like Huffington Post, Goldcast, Thrive Global and Wear Milan. In August of 2020, Angelia Ruskin University in the UK featured her as their alumni of the month. And Hannah, I have to say, I am so excited to have you here today. We've, I've had you as a guest on some of my live streams and you not only bring such a graceful and exquisite energy, but your stuff is beautiful. I'm always so excited to have a chat with you. Oh, thank you so much, Melanie. It's so great to connect with you. And I absolutely adore your energy as well. So it's amazing to be here with you today. Thank you. You know, I thought um, I always like to kind of get right into the juicy stuff. And I would love it if you would just like kick us off with why is an it factor so important in a brand? <laughs> I love that question. So, you know, 
why do we find one person in, more interesting over another? Well, this is the answer to that question. Um, and it factor is important to a brand because it is actually what makes people curious about the brand. It is what makes people want to connect with the brand. It, it is what makes them feel connected to the brand. And it's also what allows uh, the brand to connect with people in a way that it can increase their desire, um, not only to do business with the brand, but also to awaken um, their dreams, their, their desires, um, to help them accomplish their goals. When we buy something, we're doing it for the reason of satisfying something that we feel is missing. And when a brand has an it factor, a brand is sending a message to us that it is the brand that's going to satisfy that desire, that's going to fulfill um, that need, that's going to help us accomplish that goal. Um, it allows us to resonate with one brand over another. And, and that is key. If you don't have that, then you're just typically doing transactional marketing. Mm, that is such a great point. Well, while we're talking about brand, maybe we should lay a foundation here and distinguish what it is a brand and why we need a brand, even if we're not sure if it's an it factor brand yet. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I typically see is that you have brilliant experts, people who have phenomenal skills. They do amazing work. They've accomplished so much in their life. But yet their brand, their brand, their image, their messaging really undersells them, really underpackages them and doesn't allow them to fully express the full extent of their authority, communicate clearly their brilliance in the world and allow people to really connect with them and resonate with the work that they do. And so I like to think of the brand as if, you know, you've just been invited to the Oscars, right? And you're going to be on the red carpet. You want to make sure that if you're on that red carpet, that you're showing up in a way that allows you to give off the best representation of yourself, that allows you to send a message of and make a statement about who you are um, in the lineup of other celebrities on that red carpet. And so I think, you know, the most important thing to know is that a brand allows you to make that statement of who you are. It allows you to position yourself um, at a certain level so that the market sees you at a certain level for who you are, for what you create, and to really uh, immediately communicate with the, um, connect with the value that you create in the world. There's nothing worse than, um, you know, having the great expertise and not being seen, not being, not really having people uh, really clearly understand what you do or really clearly see you as the authority or really feel proud to do business with you. You know, people are more inclined to show off things that they like. If you buy something and it's in packaging that, you know, doesn't really make you feel good about it. You don't want to show anybody that product because the packaging is, you're, you're, you're almost embarrassed um, to let anyone know that you're using the product because the packaging doesn't really resonate. Like it's, you know, it could be anything. As opposed to if you're using a product, the packaging is great. The product is great. Everything is great about it. You're happy to show it off, right? Because you, you feel like it says something about you. That's why we're so happy to share things that we like because it's telling others who we are as well. And that's what a brand does. It's, it's a statement. Hmm. 
You know, I think a lot of people, especially if they're newer in business, they think they have a brand, but maybe their brand is confusing their market. I know I certainly went through that stage where my brand didn't really reflect what I really delivered. And I, I know how that was, a, it was very hard to unravel from for me. What, yeah. what are some of the signs or something that we might want to look at to make sure our brand is really reflecting who we are in business and what we're delivering and maybe even the kind of clients we want to attract. Well, for sure. It's that too. So you look at the clients that you're currently attracting, you know, who's, who's, who are you attracting right now? And are you happy with the people that you're attracting? The other thing is, are you finding it that when you speak to, when you have more time to speak to someone and you're having a conversation, they really get what you do, but otherwise people are describing you as all kinds of things and you're probably always having to correct them or maybe say, oh no, but I do more than that sort of thing. So that's when you really know that, um, oh, my positioning is off because people don't really understand the full extent of what I do, or um, I'm not attracting the right people, or maybe people aren't seeing the value. Um, maybe you're asking for a certain price and you find that you're getting a lot of resistance around that. Um, and it's just simply because um, people aren't connecting the value to the message that you're bringing across. So all these are key indicators of, you know, a malaligned um, positioning in the market and a brand that really isn't really reflecting all of what you do. Just from your opinion, and I'm always really curious what people like where they see their work showing up in the world. Like, who do you think are some of the businesses that are really establishing an it factor in their brand that maybe we would know who they are. So we get a really like great example of how this shows up. Well, you know, the way that I started introducing this work to the expert world is really coming from the fashion world. And so fashion brands are masters of the it factor. You know, they are, they know that they're not in the business of selling products. They're in the business of creating desire. And so, you know, I want you to think of the it factor like this. If you watched American Idol, right, you see many different performers come up. But then there's just one. It's not particularly because of her voice or any. She just has this, we call it a je ne sais quoi. We call it a something, you know, there's just something about that person, that star presence. And so that isn't something, while some people might have it unconsciously, that is something that brands can create consciously. And a lot of the luxury brands like Louis Vuitton, um, uh, Gucci, Hermes, a lot of those uh, luxury houses, they are leveraging the it factor to be able to help us dream, to help us aspire to those products, to, to, to help us see that these products are going to tell the world something about us, something about our status, our accomplishments. So they're more than, it's more than a handbag. It's more than a, a belt or an outfit. It represents something that is important to the wearer, the buyer, to make a statement to the world. Ultimately, we do things because we want to, we want love. That's the only reason we do anything, right? For love, for people to admire us, for people to respect us, for people to aspire to be like us. We're all in some way, while you might see it as maybe that's ego and I don't have an ego, but somewhere at a deep level, we all want to be admired. We all want to be respected. We all want to be celebrated. 
And so our products and services in a way has to reflect that for our clients, unless you're able to create a brand that people feel like it's, it's adding something more than just the product they're using with you to them that's when you are really leveraging the effect. And we do it through psychology-driven mark um, branding. So we leverage archetypes. I do a lot of Jungian psychology in my work. Um, and so I, you know, it's all about how do we elevate the energy of your brand by using the right words, by using the right colors, the right images. Um, you know, where are you, uh, what type of background images are, are setting up your brand? These are all stories. So what kind of stories that you're telling um, by how you're placing yourself uh, with the things around you, the world around you? I'm just listening to you and I'm excited. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm imagining Amplify listeners uh, as you're listening in today, maybe you're getting excited too, like that, that buzz energy that gets created when your brand has an it factor. I was just thinking about, uh, it seems to me based on what you're explaining that Apple, uh, yeah. the Apple company has really created an it factor. Absolutely. Uh, not, not not so much around the business itself, but around the products that they release. Yeah. So yeah. is there a difference between an it factor for your brand versus an it factor for a product? Well, remember, uh, I come from a background where I was a new product development officer for financial conglomerate. So my most of my core experience is around product development. Products are central to brands. Without a great product, you don't have a brand right? Because the product is creating the user experience. Nobody can really um, experience corporate Apple, right? But they can experience an iPhone, they can experience a laptop. And Apple has really seen itself as a fashion brand rather than technology brand. In fact, when they were looking to hire um, their new creative director, they hired the former creative director of Burberry. Right. So they are tapping into the strategies that many of the fashion brands that I talked about earlier to bring it into the tech world to differentiate themselves from technology brands and leverage these same strategies. And experts can do it as well. It's not just for big brands like Apple and Louis Vuitton. And this is why I'm so passionate about this work because you know a lot of your encounter with your customers are unconscious. And if you understand those codes that already have universal meaning in the mind of your customer, you can leverage them deliberately to create a greater connection with your customers. I don't know if you'll have um, an example that, that would be really relatable to our, our listeners, but I'm thinking of who's a uh, like a expert or authority brand in our industry that's really put what you teach as an it factor into action. I mean, I would think of the organization um, Mind Valley. I think their brand really is nailed down in terms of them really understanding their ed factor, understanding how to communicate the brand and engage. And so we do see the style of the of Mind Valley and them leveraging those sort of that sort of archetypal nature in terms of how they message, how they create their videos, how they create their marketing. They've definitely dialed into their it factor, I would mm -hmm. say. I, I would agree. And I, I watched what you did with one of your clients who's a friend of mine. And I was like, oh, yeah, brilliant. Like, I don't know if you can <laughs> talk about it, but 
uh, it was extraordinary to see the change. And I, I know it had a huge uh, improvement to her business as well. So yeah. um, what are some specific things we could do to leverage our brand so that it does help us amplify the results we're getting in our business? Yeah. You know, I always say clarity is queen and strategy is king. And I like to think of it more like a kind of yin and yang of business. So really balancing out that feminine and masculine energy in your business. A lot of times, you know, we're bringing in a lot of the masculine energy. And I know this might sound like, oh, what does that have to do with business? And But remember, everything is energy. When we meet someone, we know immediately how we're going to align with that person or not based on their energy, right? And so you have to think of your brand as the same way. When someone meets your brand, they're going to align with you based on the energy. And if it's the energies are out of balance, um, then it definitely comes through. So to speak about clarity being that feminine aspect, that queen, really being clear on the positioning, really clearly understanding, you know, what your brand stands for, understanding the value proposition, which is something that we do with our clients, Um, you know, that deeper level of how do I really create value in the world? What is that value chain associated with my brand and my products? Um, You know, what are, we do something called the five energies of the brands, really looking at, you know, aesthetically, how does your brand show up? A lot of people don't think aesthetics matter, but I say a lot of experts are leaving so much money on the table by not paying attention to the aesthetics of their business. Because aesthetics are how we move through the world. The aesthetics are how we make choices. Aesthetics allow us to go to the supermarket and to know that, yes, this product is what speaks to me and this product is not does not speak to me. And so really understanding the aesthetic advantage of your brand, we call it the it factor. Uh, and we do it through like the brand DNA and selecting the right colors and, and all of those pieces and, and really understanding what is your aesthetic advantage? How is the, what is your, um, how are you going to differentiate yourself aesthetically from the other players in the market? But most of all, to do it in a way that's authentic to you. You know, a lot of my clients think, uh, they say to me, like, they feel our reports are almost like psychic reports <laughs> because we do something called a globally irresistible distinction report. And that details your brand it factor. And what it really looks at is what's happening with you um, at a deeper unconscious level. And what we want to do is to take that and bring it into the business, because I think a lot of people make their brand personal. And it's not about you. It's about how do we take the essence of you and bring it into the brand so that even long after you have left the business and your team is carrying on, that the brand has a consistent presence, a consistent message, a consistent competitive um, aesthetic advantage that people resonate with. Remember, people, when things are consistent, when things are consistent, people will trust it more. And therefore, when people trust it more, they buy it more. And so because we know that when FedEx is like, you know, FedEx from anywhere, that big purple and orange, it's consistent. They use it on everything. We know it's FedEx. If FedEx showed up green tomorrow, it would literally disrupt our pattern and it would create that sort of resistance in us that then disrupts their flow of revenue. Now, this is a more 
obvious example in terms of color, but what happens when we do that in terms of messaging, in terms of our imagery and all of those pieces, it's to pay attention to that and to do it in a way that's consistent over a long period of time. And that is what a brand is because a brand isn't really built today. A brand is value accumulated over consistently applying messaging, presence, all of those pieces over and over and over and over again until it becomes an established truth in the market. Mm, I could listen to you for hours. <laughs> I'm so uh, inspired by integrating psychology and the buying patterns and, and all of the pieces that you bring together. And one of the things I just took away from what you just said that I, I see it being one of the cornerstones is clarity. And yeah. I'm always so excited when you bring that into our conversations, because I, I think oftentimes clarity is underrated. Like people yeah. skip it. They try to rush to the finish mm -hmm. line. I need to make money. And they skip over this very fundamental component of having clarity of what do I really do? And what is, what is that? The, how does that solve a problem that is so costly? Mm -hmm. And what is the experience I give others? And that was a huge, just a little background for our community here in, in Amphi community. This was a huge awakening for me about 10 years in is to recognize it's not what I do. It's how I make people feel. That's my yeah. factor. It's one of my key uh, you ask any client ever has worked for me, worked with me, and they will tell you that it's how I made them feel that distinguished me from all the other coaches out there in the world. So I think what you're doing is magnificent. And I know our community is really going to be excited to stay connected with you and check out your work. Hannah, where is a great place for someone to start if they want to explore the it factor in their business? Yeah, you know, I'm so excited to share with you this amazing resource that we've created. Um, well, I created this ebook. I wanted to put together uh, a nice like handbook to just share with people what the it factor is about. And especially if you are looking to build a luxury brand, a premium expert brand. So you want to, um, you know, sell at a high level to high level clients. I'm sharing with you the four it factor advantages that every great brand has. We call it great brand have an it factor. And this is really years of research and years of looking at working with and studying various brands across the world and really looking at what is it, not just brands, but also people who have become standout celebrities. So, you know, you have the music industry, there are thousands of musicians, but there are just a few who stand out. What causes that 1% of the industry? And so you're going to, you're going to learn deeper into like, what, what are the four it factor advantages that these top great brands use? and how you too can apply it into your own business. I also share case studies of clients that we've used it for, so you can see examples. And it's really an incredible, I, I'm really proud of this um, little ebook. And I know that it will, it, will, it will really shift your perspective of how you see your own brand um, and allow you to take away some, some key strategies that you can also use um, to take your business to the next level. Hmm. And uh, to get this book, uh, you're, there's a couple of different links. We will post this on the show notes on the show page to make it super easy. But if you go to bit.ly slash it factor brand, 
you will be able to get that book, uh, the ebook. And by the way, Hannah, I'm sure that that is the bones of a really great uh, traditionally published book for you as well, because that yes. sounds like it's got a lot of great. Yes, it's actually uh, part of my bigger book that I'm writing. <laughs> uh, great. Ah, oh, see, I I recognize the signs there. <laughs> you you know you know it. You've been in the yeah. game long enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome, and I know that'll be extraordinarily insightful. Uh, I highly recommend you go and get Hannah's book, and we'll also link up her social media on uh, the show page because her the posts are so inspiring. So she's definitely someone you want to follow. Uh, Hannah, I always like to take a minute and go a little deeper on the personal side before we wrap up. And I get really curious about the decision-making and the mindset of my guests, especially ones who are really having a huge impact in the world. What would you say is the boldest leap or decision you ever had to make to get where you are today in your business? Well, I definitely always go back to that point in time when I had to leave, when I made the decision to leave my corporate job. And that was 11 years ago. Um, and for me, it, 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 you know, there've been bigger, you know, big leaps along the way that I've had to take, but this one really set in motion where I am today, because if I hadn't made that decision, I wouldn't be where I am. And so that was a huge leap. Um, it was, it took a lot of courage, but it also took a lot of me being intentional. And that is why I, you know, my, my core, one of my core values is that clarity is queen and strategy is king. And the fact that I needed to sit down, I knew when I left, I, there was no turning back. And so I really had to sit down and gain clarity around how was I going to do this successfully? Okay. Okay. And, and develop a strategy to make sure that I, I, I execute it successfully. So I always say, you know, if you're going to do anything, take a major leap in life, you know, first get clarity around what you want to do, clarify your desires, and then create a fail-proof plan for your desires. Hmm. That's good advice. Well, speaking of advice, if you could go back in time to when you first birthed the idea of this business in your mind, maybe even before you took that bold leap and left the uh, company you worked for. What do you wish you would have known then that you now know that would have made this journey a heck of a lot easier? Hmm. Well, I think um, when I first started, um, though I had clarity that I was doing brand strategy and brand development, I still added a lot of different things to the menu. <laughs> and, um, and of course, eventually I realized I had to take these things off of the menu and focus because, you know, specialization is the key to faster growth um, and to faster brand recognition. And so, yeah, right off the bat, I probably, if I had just like streamlined, but I was doing many different things. I had a magazine, I had my consulting firm. Um, and then eventually I realized, you know what, I can't grow many things. I have to focus my energy um, to be able to grow. And so this is a key takeaway, you know, right off the bat, if you're starting something, start with focus, don't get into that fear of missing out and having to catch all you know, you're going to have a lot more success with focus, um, focusing your energy in one direction. 
Yeah, that's such great uh, wisdom to have now. And it's something I'm so glad you brought up because this is a thing I tell people all the time. If you want to stand out more as an authority, pick a lane, <laughs> specialize. Yeah, it's okay not to do it all. <laughs> definitely. I mean, and, you know, especially if you can lead with that, it definitely makes it a lot easier to grow uh, when you're simplified. Great wisdom. Well, I'm just kind of curious before we wrap up here, Hannah, do you have anything exciting coming up that uh, we should know about? Yes. So I'm actually, um, well, I do these quite often all over the world. So in July, we're having our powerhouse presence retreat in St. Lucia. And um, our clients are going to get to do some photo shoots. We'll do some sailing. Um, so we try to integrate both working on the business, which is the masculine aspect and the feminine aspect, which is what we call the cultured life, doing um, some experiential activities. So we're doing um, a day at a luxury resort, um, chocolate making, sailing and photo shoot at that resort. Um, and then in August, I will be hosting a three day um, VIP branding day. So for those of you who are interested in taking your brand to the next level, you're going to have an opportunity to get your globally irresistible distinction report, which details your brand it factor um, and all the details around how you're going to evolve your brand culture and creating all of your brand documentation so that your team can better support you. You can integrate it in every area of your business and your systems. Um, and you're also going to be styled by um, one of the former judges on Poland, Belgium, and France top model. Um, and also your photo shoots will be shot by a, a well-known photographer in, in Paris. I will be on set to art directed because one of the things that I know that, you know, you can work with photographers and they can take great photos, but we want to take photos in alignment with your brand it factor with your with uh, the level of authority that you want to go for, the messaging that you want to create. So I'll be on set art directing your photo shoot and guiding you through the process. You'll also go through the process of doing something we call the signature framing story. Um, and that our clients have used to create million dollar funnels um, and really create a high impact around their messaging. So if you're interested in working with me in this sort of intimate way, um, it would be a pleasure to work with you on taking your brand to the next level. And we should probably mention where you're hosting that three-day experience. Yes, it's actually in Paris. I, I, I was like, so I was so there, Melanie, like I was actually in <laughs> Paris speaking that I thought everyone knew. <laughs> so it's it, it was, it was being alluded to, but I'm like, it's really like the it factor is about the energy of where you are when you experience these things. Absolutely. So I'll be more than happy to share more with you on that. And even if you're not interested in the retreats right now, but you're interested in learning more about the it factor and how this can work in your business, um, I'd be more than happy to meet with you. Thank you, Hannah. Well, I can tell there's so much energy and buzz around this event for you. And it sounds like a, a must attend, especially yes. if you're wanting to uh, bring that luxury it factor into your business. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing this extraordinary wisdom and inspiring us to bring more of an it factor into our brand. Thank you so much, for Melanie, for having me. And I want everyone to know that if you do decide for the event, the benefit of it is that it's an intensive. So you're going to get your brand like super accelerated, right? So this is one of the benefits of working in this way. 
Mm, lovely. I love, I love that immersion experience. So yes. I'm excited for you, Hannah, excited for everybody that's joining you. And as you're listening in today, I love to hear for, from you in the Amplify Your Authority Facebook group. What is your it factor? And do you really have it integrated in your brand? I'll be inviting Hannah into the group to dialogue with us and, you know, like, let's take this conversation to a whole nother level. So make sure you're tuning into Amplify Your Authority Facebook group. Let's create some conversation and some breakthroughs around this. All right, Hannah, we'll see you in Amplify Your Authority. And I'll see you as you're listening in next week for another powerful episode. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com and I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going and I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. 